you are listening to Analog Spectrum. Who the hell do these guys think they are? All right, hello everybody. I forget what podcast we're in now. This has got to be six. What, six? Yeah, six. Yeah, six. So. Yeah. And, uh, and are we actually going to keep track of this? Not. We're going to have to give up on it after a little <laughs> yeah, while, aren't we? I think so. I ho- well, I hope we stay with it so long that we have to give up on it. Yeah, right. That would be a, a goal. Exactly. But uh, uh, from one of my recommendations from a listener, this is Tony. I am uh, I am uh, one of the individuals in this podcast. That was a kind of a lame introduction. God, it's horrible. I got to tell you. <laughs> I, had a, I had a joke loaded, but it didn't. It got yeah. stuck. Okay. Fair enough. Misfire. Uh, yeah, and I'm Doug, and right. uh, we. this is our podcast where we talk about pretty much anything we freaking want to, so. Right. And know, I, I, so, okay, I, got, I was telling somebody about the podcast the other day, and I hate to steal this because it, it feels like it's stolen because it's so original, but it's kind of like the Seinfeld thing. This is this. It's about nothing. Right. I mean, it's about something, but there's no, like, okay, we're a political podcast right. or we're a music podcast or whatever. It's about whatever we feel like talking about, really. Right. So, you know, some episodes you might like and some episodes you might go like, click, I'm right. going to something else. Yeah. And even though I think we, we bring a lot of uh, age, you know, uh, exposure to it, like we've seen things, mm-hmm. we're not particularly educated in a lot of the topics we're going to talk about so we're not experts. lord knows that's the truth i, I do listen i do listen like like we've talked about i i do watch a lot of videos on youtube and some of our philosophy videos and those guys will mm-hmm. talk about things and i'm like oh my god they're the way they phrase this and put it together i can mm-hmm. only only wish to be that level uh, well, you know. you know, I think they have, like, if you look at, um, I don't want to throw any names out, but if you look at some of those guys, I mean, they have teams of people that research stuff for them. Certainly. You and I have jobs. Right. And so we're doing all of this on our off time, so I'm I'm not going to spend a whole ton of time researching. No. I, I, yeah. I, and honestly, for the podcast we've done, I try to research. I do some research, but. Yeah, you spend some time, but not, I mean, those guys dig. They, they dig. Of course. And that's why their stuff sometimes is really interesting. But yeah. I think, you know, kind of to what you were saying a minute ago, our our stuff is going to be interesting because of the individual perspective. You know, we're right. We're similar but different. And, yeah. Um, and I think that you and I are kind of, uh, yeah, I don't know. We're all the same, I guess, in one way or another. But That's beautiful. I know. This <laughs> is totally lame. Um, <laughs> but I was going to say is like one of the things that I find kind of unique about you and I is that we do have that baby boomer kind of outlook, but we also are we're, we're adopters of modern technology. You know, of we're course. not scared of that. And, and so we embrace that and, and always looking for new, cool, fun stuff. Um, but at the same time, we understand traditional stuff and, and, and the value that that brings. So right. I think that's kind of one of the unique things. Well, that, that, honestly, that's kind of the, even though the name of our podcast is Cheesy, that is kind of what it's all yeah, about. Yeah, that's where it came from. Yeah, right. Exactly. So. Well, let's, let's get anyway, going here. Yeah, so what's today all about? What we're going to talk about today is uh, places in the United States that we would like to visit or we recommend you visit. Okay. All right. All right. And, and I, I don't remember who came up with this, but you uh, did. Oh, was it me? Yep. Yeah. My thought was that um, if you if you take the average American citizen, I think Tony and I have traveled extensively compared to the average American. I'd agree. Um, Military, though, plays a lot to that. It does. Yeah. And that that definitely played into it. But the fact that there's a lot of people that have been in the military and I talk to them all the time, um, but a lot of them were only in four years. 
you know so right. they got shipped off from their hometown and they some of them went to japan or germany or whatever but they had a very limited experience there and then they came home right. back to their hometown and then you know they might have gone on vacation to florida or something but and, and you and i've traveled a lot right and to interject something there too because both of us uh were young clearly when we joined mm-hmm. and i remember like the first few times i had an opportunity to go outside the united states as a you know brand new you know person in the military mm-hmm. uh it was all about like, and I, and I was in a seagoing service, so we'd pull in and uh, and it, it, rather than go like, oh my gosh, I think I'll go visit the ruins on this island. It was just like I, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go get, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get fucked up <laughs> yeah. with the aggressive. So it wasn't even it wasn't even like I went to Barbados. It was like I went to uh, whatever bar. Yes, you know that was that was that most represented what a bar would be like in the United States yes. in Barbados. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. So so it wasn't until like later on. Probably when I was still in and I was in my 30s and I was like, hey, we're going to pull into XYZ right. port. And people would be like, hey, man, let's go get fucked up. And I'd be like, I think I'm going to you know, yeah. jump on this tour bus with all these 68-year-old people. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. It's strange because that happened to me a little bit earlier than that. Um, yeah, I just got tired of spending my whole paycheck on beer and you know mm-hmm. stupid stuff. And next right. thing you know, you're, yeah, you're back out at sea and you're broke. And you, all you saw was the inside of the bar and... Mm-hmm. face plan at the beach or something but uh, yeah and you i think you were you, you in the, the the military you traveled a lot more your job had you more yeah, yeah. i was at sea a lot more but yeah. um but even beyond that man I, I like to travel and and like you said yeah. getting older you actually can afford to do it right and actually go see stuff and uh yeah super cool but we'll we'll save some of that international stuff for other episodes because oh, yeah. tony yeah. and i went on i'll just i'll just give a little bit of a giveaway we went on a um, safari a few years ago yeah uh, that was a blast us and our spouses and um yeah yeah that's going to be a whole episode talking about that yeah we could do we could do one about the trip and yeah. one about future plans for trips yeah because we got a future plan so right um okay so u.s destinations um gosh man where to start okay um let me start because i, I lived on the west coast for a while you and, I, and i would say um if you want to see one of the most beautiful parts of the united states uh the pacific coast highway North of LA, you get, you go up to Ventura County, and then um, head to PCH uh, Highway One straight up the coast all the way to San Francisco, um, even north of San Francisco. That, so between Ventura and San Francisco, you're hugging the coast the whole way, and it's that very stereotypical kind of scene that you see. Um, you know the, the the rocky shoreline, and you're driving alongside of a cliff, and the ocean is bashing the rocks below. Um, but man, it is just spectacular. It is just spectacular. So if, if you haven't done that, that is a very much a worthwhile trip. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I've, I've been along the Pacific Coast. So mm-hmm. it's, and like you said, it's beautiful. And I will tell you, I did approach this a little differently. I, I was thinking about places I wanted to go that okay. I haven't been yet. Yeah, let's hear it, man. Well, it's, yeah, no rules. Well, it, well, th- this does div- dovetail into what you just uh, talked about mm-hmm. that uh, I, uh, all, all the places I kept thinking of, and maybe this makes sense because of where our country, but I, uh, I, I all, all kind of uh, were around road trips, mm-hmm. you know. I've always wanted to uh, to drive uh, Route 66. Yeah. I've never, I, I, I mean, uh, I've, I've driven very small sections of it. Mm-hmm. And not that, uh, not that uh, uh, you know, I don't want to just get on the road and drive. I want to see what... You know what what it's connected to. Okay. Yeah. So what made it so famous or popular, whatever. Yeah. Well, and uh, 
because we've talked about this, because of this podcast even exists, I'm just a fan of nostalgia, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and that's just seems to be what it's all about. And uh, I think it would be a bit of a, a, an adventure uh, because, uh, you know, big chunks of it are now missing or, they're right. you know, it's all, you know, you have, way, yeah. yeah, you have to, you have to kind of figure your own route. Mm. I did like look online, there, there are web pages that cater to those individuals that want to mm. drive the route. Man, um, I wish I wish you were a, a motorcycle guy, because uh, I, I tell you that it's that, that's a that's a really right. it's a bucket list motorcycle ride. I bet, um, especially for the guys who ride the um, the dual sport bikes, you know, because you can do some of the off road stuff along there oh, as that's well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, well, and, and you know, I, I I don't ride motorcycles. I I do get the appeal though, only because of other mm-hmm. things I do. That you know, when you're driving uh, in a car, you know. There, you have the windshield, and you're kind of mm. contained within a box as you mm. travel. But when you're like on a, a two-wheeled vehicle, mm. you're kind of a, a part of the environment. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's great, man. You can feel the temperature change, smell the smells. Right. Sometimes they're not good smells, but it's, it's <laughs> totally it's part of the experience. Yeah. You know, oh, it's great. Yeah, I was on a bike ride yesterday, uh, and uh, that was it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that because all through all through the ride, I'd be like, I must be riding by a dumpster. <laughs> I'm probably riding by a dumpster right now. I think I'm not, not going to look up to see the dumpster. I'm I just think, getting I know. Going. I think yeah. I'm. I think I'm somewhere in close proximity to a porta potty. Yeah. I don't know where, but it is close by. I can tell. And that must have happened. It, it seemed to happen a lot yesterday. Like where I'd just be out in the middle on some road. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, somebody's got a porta potty nearby. Yeah. And, well, living out here, man, you must also get the the dead deer on the side oh, of the road because yeah, yeah. that's like. I swear, sometimes driving up and down the road around here, you think it's like a she's carcass fest, man. And, and as everybody knows, uh, whenever you listen to this, like we're the whole country is in a heat wave, so yeah. you know smells and heat yeah. hand Oof. in hand. Yeah, but but yeah, the but the the whole thing with the the driving the Route sixty six. Also, I I do, and this is how OCD I am. I do have a list of what states I visited and what states I haven't oh, visited. Did you? Yeah, yeah, because because I, I do want to visit all fifty, and uh, and a big chunk of them are along the route. Okay. You know, and okay. so, you know, because I've never been to Illinois, you know, I have been to like, I, I forget if it goes, but it, it kind of runs down through Illinois, through the cent- central part of the country, which mm. I've been to. It does run through Texas and through the Southwest, but mm. but uh, but I've never been to Illinois, never been to Chicago. Okay. But then again, when you look at the maps of this route on wherever, like a web page, mm. it's not clean and easy. It, yes. even Even if you use resources... It's, it's it's broken up. It's yeah. yeah it's a, it's it's a bit you're, you know and, and that appeals to me too. Yeah. No. That's that's fun. The navigation part. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Route sixty six. That's cool. Um, <clears throat> Mount Rushmore. You ever been to Mount Rushmore? No. Oh man, it's cool. And, and it's weird because it's so cliche. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like oh yeah, Mount Rushmore, Grand Canyon. You know, but right. when you actually literally go to these places, now you can see why they're so popular. You've right. been to the Grand Canyon? Oh God, yeah. Yeah, so you know that. Like, but the first time you see that, it's 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 weird, man. I tell people this if that haven't been. Mm-hmm. If you drive up from the south, um, you go through Flagstaff. <clears throat> Beautiful then, city, by the way. Yeah, and then as you're as you're headed towards the Grand Canyon, it's flat. You say like, wait a minute, how can there be a Grand Canyon? It's like there's nothing here. It's like flat desert. Right. And you pull into you know you pay your exorbitant fee, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and then you pull into the parking lot and you walk up and then all of a sudden it kind of reveals itself and you're like, holy crap, that's yeah. a big canyon. It that's the that's the damn truth yeah. with the, the Grand Canyon. If if uh, I would. It would be hard if if somebody said to me, you know, they they you know they like you were saying that individual that never left Birmingham, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Where's the first place I should go? You know, I, I would probably say the Grand Canyon, only be, for that impact. Yeah, because I've never been to the South Rim, but I've been to the North Rim a couple yeah, times, same. and uh, 
And I know the very first time I went there, because, well, the North Rim, you drive, same thing, you go up through Flagstaff, and mm-hmm. there's, there's some driving you do mm-hmm. to get there. And you do get kind of glimpses of a canyon, you know, mm-hmm. but then you end up like, traveling farther north of, of the canyon you can't actually you can't actually see the canyon and then you make a left and you start driving through a lot of uh, you know even though it's in the desert this particular area is very wooded mm-hmm. the time this was probably like 15 or 20 years ago there had been a forest fire but still it, it was it was pretty well maintained and then you end up in the lodge and you're you're still in this big wooded area and you uh you walk down to the canyon and the first time you see it you're you 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 just cannot believe yeah. there is a place like that on Earth. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, aw, it's awe-inspiring. It, it, you know? it, it takes your, crazy. It, yeah. it sounds cliche as, it as shit, but yeah. it takes your breath away, you know. And and again, I am not somebody who's who wants to lean heavy on the drama. Yeah, it is it is awe-inspiring. It is, yeah. yeah. And that's how I felt about Mount Rushmore, yeah. and only because it's man-made. You yeah, know? and and it's like god dang <laughs> yeah. you know those things are huge man and it is fascinating to think that somebody carved that shit out of well, out of a giant rock well, on the side ask, of a mountain let me ask you this could it get uh, made could it get made today i don't know yeah yeah you know whatever let's yeah. not go into there you're starting to wade <laughs> into dangerous political territory well Which, even even way, even uh even politi- politics aside uh I don't think we have an interest in our country to to make so that, that kind of those yeah, kinds of things. But I, I think that turns right into a political discussion. Which, yeah. by the way, I, I was going to—I wanted to interject this at some point. And now seems like a good right. point. Tony and I are specifically not talking politics. We we avoid it on purpose because if you want to listen to the latest, greatest political whatever, there's millions of podcasts and YouTube videos. You can go and watch that. Yeah. We wanted this to be sort of non-political, so right. my um, my political beliefs don't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. and, you know, so um, yeah, so sometimes you'll hear us do that. We'll just go like, hit the brakes, right. avoid, and go, and that's on purpose, just so you know. So, um, but yeah, so Mount Rushmore that'd be right. that'd be one that I would recommend. Yeah, and uh, well, and kind of staying in that vein of uh, of you know the national treasures kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've made a lot of trips. Me and me and my my wife have made a lot of trips to Big Bend, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and and I would highly recommend that to people That's too. Texas for people who don't know. Yeah, it 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 is in the Big Bend of Texas, mm-hmm. so uh, so it wasn't really well thought out. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward <laughs> name, uh, but it's it is I it, I think I've heard. I don't know for this for a fact, but it is the least visited national park. In the, in the nation, I would I would say that yeah I would I would believe that yeah because it's so hard to get to yeah you know yeah. and uh, and unless you get a campsite or a room at the lodge or whatever on on it's there's not a lot of places to stay near yeah, it sleeping in your car yeah uh, I've I've done we've done Airbnbs uh, it, so I, we've made probably six trips there now and and each time we uh, we we were like well we'll stay in like Marfa. You know that's close, and it's mm-hmm. still like a five-hour drive. <laughs> I will stay in Marathon. That's close, and it's still like a three and a half-hour drive. It wasn't wow. until we uh, we finally were like, we're going to just get an Airbnb in Trilingua, and Trilingua sits right on the outside of the park, okay. and uh, and uh, that was pretty awesome. I mean, Trilingua is like a uh, like a you know a town ghost town. Originally, I think it okay. was either mined copper or something. It's kind of been taken over by. You know, it's 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 a throwback to the '60s. There's a lot of hippies there, and okay. and uh, there's a great restaurant. Uh, very very ghost towny. Okay, and so we that stayed sounds there. cool. Yeah. It, it's very cool, and uh, and uh, they do a, a chili uh, cook-off every year in Trilingua. We went there last year for the cook-off. Uh, 
you know, I was like, oh, this place is going to be so crowded and everything. No, it's just too damn far away from everywhere. <laughs> I mean, even the, uh, one of the one of the funny uh, stories we like to tell is when we we went with uh, two of our other friends uh, from uh, from Seattle, and when you pulled up to the gate for the cook-off, they just gave you shots of tequila. <laughs> I know, right? Just nice. Kind of, I know. They're like, okay, welcome to the cook-off. Here's... Here's some Jose Cuervo. It's like, well, get him a Jose Cuervo. Let's be. I, I, normally, I wouldn't wouldn't shampoo one of my dogs with that stuff. But jeez, uh, <laughs> man. Okay. It's good. So the, it's we've a, established Tony doesn't like tequila. I do like tequila. I don't like Just Jose Cuervo. Tequila, yeah, okay. and, you know. So uh, it's barely tequila, but it's good, it's good in a margarita. But anyway, uh, so yeah. But the nice thing about Big Bend is uh, is I always kind of joke that. Uh, that is especially if you come in from the northern part near marathon you're driving in and you're like this is just the most uh, this is not appealing desert and there's a moment like where you'll you'll pass the big bend sign you're entering big bend and suddenly it just becomes like a not grand canyon awe-inspiring but quite beautiful and you're like they knew exactly where the park line should be they're like okay Left of this is ugly. Right of this is beautiful. <laughs> this is the park line, wow. and uh, and uh, yeah, the park itself is just there's all sorts of things you'll see that, cool. that are amazing. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I, that's one of the places that I haven't been. So we'll go. I've been to a lot of national parks, which brings me to my next recommendation, which is um, Yosemite. Yeah, you um, and I've been together. Yeah, I tell you what, man, that is a, just a. Whew, mind-blowing experience especially if you come up from the south and you and you you take all the beautiful drives you know along Mm -hmm. and it's wooded and obviously um pine trees and all that stuff and it's pretty it's really pretty and then you come to the one point where you drive through a tunnel Mm. and then you exit that tunnel and you get that very classic they they actually call it the tunnel view where you can see el capitan in front of you and yosemite valley stretching out um, half dome over on your right and it's just like oh my god yeah like, i mean we thought the last 45 minute drive was pretty and then all of a sudden you see that and you're like holy crap right and again it's like the grand canyon i mean clearly we live in an age where you know we most people have at least seen photographs right but when you see it in real life it is it is it, yeah the scale is is just really takes your breath away right so yeah oh. it's it's worth it yeah when when we went uh, the one the one thing about El Cap, you you get there and you park in that parking lot, and mm-hmm. and regrettably, the the nature of a human being is, we find something that's beautiful and then we just fuck it up. We jack it up. We yeah. jack it up. You yeah. know, like, so now you know they uh you got El Cap and and uh, they got that parking lot. It's always filled. Uh, uh, John Krakauer has a book, uh, Iger Dreams, where he talks about climbing El Cap, mm. and uh, it's the first part of that chapter on El Cap is pretty funny, but he saw about how pe- the climbers are all just a bunch of, you know, an- you know, anarchic, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in the campsite. But anyway, but you get to that lot and you look up at El Cap, and even standing next to it, you really can't appreciate how grand it is, how big it how is, how big it really is. And then somebody says, "Hey, you look up there, that crack. There's there's a guy climbing," and you're like, "What?" And you pull up binoculars. And and even through the binoculars, they're mm-hmm. like they look like ants. Yeah. yeah, they look like ants on the ground. Yeah. And you're like, holy fuck, that thing is that is, un- it's almost unfathomably big. It is. Big. Yeah, it is. And and it's just sheer sheet of granite. And yeah. I know most people listening to this have seen pictures of it. Right. I'm not saying anything. They're like, what is the cell cap? But the sheer sheet of granite. Yeah. And yeah. And, uh, and 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 still, you're like, well, how big is it really? 
Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. It's, it's massive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't even know. What is it like? Fifteen hundred feet or something? I don't down? even know. I th- yeah, I, I, don't, I know. don't even know. It's big. Probably look it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could, yeah. I could, well, but, next podcast. <laughs> yeah. And then the other <clears throat> the other cool thing about um, Yosemite is if you like to hike, um, there is unlimited hiking. Like you can hike really mm-hmm. super easy, well traveled trails, all the way up to freaking climb an elk app if you want you know um <clears throat> i did half dome and um it was freaking awesome i've done so this is the only park that i've been to as many times as you've been to uh, big bend um but there's a hike um where you walk up past a place called vernal falls and they call it the mist trail and um there's steps that are carved into the granite so it's literally like a stair stepper and you're walking up these steps and there's a waterfall to your left that's just raging in the spring. I mean, it's just raging. Mm-hmm. And it and it puts out all of this mist from hitting the rocks, and you get soaked. You get literally soaked to the bone. And then when you climb up the top, it takes probably, from the bottom of the stairs to the top, probably takes about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. But once you get to the top, it's beautiful, sunshine. And you, what we used to do is go and just get wet. Some people wear ponchos and mm-hmm. all that stuff. We just went... And we get all wet and frozen, and then by the time you get up to the top, because it's like at 8,000 feet, mm. and you get up there, and then you just lay out in the sun and dry out, have lunch, whatever. So yeah, that's a, yeah, that's just one of many, many, many things to do there. And also, just for, I did, I did look it up, 3,000 feet from base to summit. Shit. 3,000 And it's feet. straight up. It is straight up. Well, and, and again, that's, you know, what, three 100-story buildings stacked one right on top of the other. Yeah. You know, think about... You know, yeah, your tallest building that you can think of. Yeah, it's the tallest building you think of. Yeah, times three. three. Yeah, yeah, and again, that's obviously pretty loose, but yeah, yeah, but that's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, yeah. So Yosemite is, is very very high on the list. Yeah, and I'm, I've never been to Yellowstone. Me neither. We lived in Colorado for a little while, and it was close. I'm, right. You know, as you know, perspective close, but um, I wanted to go, and then mm-hmm. and we never did. We never did. So we're going to have to make that a road trip. I think so. Uh, and it, this is kind of turning into a national park perspective, but <laughs> but that just that says a lot. Yeah. But because uh, because I've been to uh, I've been to a lot of parks on the East Coast. There's a lot of them mm. uh, like but I've been to like uh, Smokies and I've been to like Shenandoah because I lived out in Virginia. Mm. But uh, and on that note, just another thing I, I would like to do with uh, with my wife is uh, drive. You mentioned driving the. Uh, the west coast i think driving the east coast because you get kind of that that you know there's a dichotomy there mm-hmm. between the two coasts in our country and they're right. so different but all that kind of you know when you get up towards new england mm. and you you were stationed up there yeah i was stationed in connecticut yeah and uh it you know for what it's worth it's it's beautiful up there too especially yeah. in the fall yeah absolutely and, and i i don't know yeah i'll stay away from that but yeah it's yeah. it's um it's got its own beauty, especially when you get north of New York. Yeah. Uh, and you to, you know, Maine. Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah, I've never Maine been to Maine. Is, oh, never gosh. been to Maine. It is just spectacular. And, again, this is for people who like outdoors and nature. You know, mm-hmm. if you're if you're totally a city person, you might not like it. You might think it's too much bugs or you know, whatever. I don't know, yeah. You don't get cell service, whatever, that kind right. of thing. But, um, yeah, if you like nature, that's definitely. Well, speaking of that, um, you know, we're talking about doing the, the road trip to um, – to Yellowstone, yeah. um, my next on my list is someplace you and I have both lived, and that's the Florida Keys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you have not experienced the Florida Keys, 
you need to. It is, um, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's sort of like a subculture in the United States. It's not, um, it's not like any place else I've ever been. It really isn't. The, the attitude of the people, right? The, the weather, the, the scenery. I mean, it's just. Well, we've talked about that. That the Florida, there's Florida. Well, Florida itself. You, oh shit! I just the mic. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Cut. We're starting over. Uh, the, uh, the 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 Florida itself. It's a lot like well, it's not like uh, uh, Texas too, or some other states where, if California, where there's clear delineations between, uh, you know, like Texas. Using Texas as an example, there's the Panhandle and there's the mm-hmm. east, you know, the eastern part, whatever, uh, pine pine forest. But Florida's got you know their Panhandle. You know, and that's mm-hmm. there, there's a certain type of people that live there. Mm-hmm. You've got kind of that central part, and you got the Keys. Yep. Yeah, and Doug and I both have lived in the Keys. And, uh, yeah, if you've never been down to the Keys, like the moment you drive onto the Keys, suddenly there's like a like this overwhelming sense of relaxation. You, you've, mm. you've, you've, got, you, you've been there. You've gotten there, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, and, uh, yeah, I never really, you know, I never really got like your vibe when you were there, like what you thought of the Keys? Well, it's hard because I grew up in Florida. Right. And I used to go down to the Keys in the 70s right. when Seven Mile Bridge was one one small two-lane bridge. Wow. And my dad had a, uh, gosh, I want to say it was a, a 1968 Econo Line window van. And that's what we used to go down there in. and uh, The candy wagon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this thing was a piece of shit, man. Oh, oh gosh. But um, <clears throat> that that road was so narrow. That, so when I say seven-mile bridge, there literally is a bridge that's seven yeah. miles long from one key to the next. And um, that was so narrow back in this old rickety wooden thing. But th- you would click uh, mirrors sometimes when you go by another wide vehicle. Oh, my God. Your mirrors would click. I mean, you know, back in the day, you were going 40 miles an hour. So it wasn't, but still. It was, yeah, like nowadays, people running 65, 70. And that bridge still exists, but it's not yeah, used for, yeah, they, for auto traffic. Yeah, they blew part of it up. But um, mm-hmm. but anyway, so I, I have that perspective from being a kid, and we used to go down there. And when you first get into Key West, on the right-hand side, there's a Holiday Inn, and that's where we used to stay all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And I would swim that lagoon. Uh, and snorkel i mean i don't know what the hell my dad ever did down there i didn't well he went fishing and stuff like that but he could have been a drug dealer for all i know i just i had no, I had no idea i was a kid well you know? we do a few yeah <laughs> I, I just went down there and was sure i'll go to the keys and go swimming yeah but um but then when you and i were were there that was in the 90s mm-hmm. and um it had changed a lot it had really changed so i i enjoyed the nostalgic part of it that i felt right. from from being there from when i was a kid um i love the water mm-hmm. love the 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 atmosphere and the that. water is beautiful it's crystal there. yeah it's, it's crystal. unbelievable yeah but i didn't like the 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 crazy tourist drunk thing that's what part i didn't like about right. the key west itself um but yeah all the water sports you know snorkeling scuba diving sailing all that stuff it was great i liked it people because when i was stationed there you know people would ask me I recently had somebody ask me, well, we're going to the Keys, you know, what would you recommend? You, were, you live there, what mm. would you recommend? And I was like, well, you can snorkel, you can scuba, and you can fish. Mm-hmm. Anything else? You can get drunk? Yeah. You can you, yeah, do I mean, ball crawl. What, what about restaurants? I, I don't know. Everybody's going to serve key lime pie and conch chowder. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. what it is. Yeah, Seafood. Yeah. Seafood's well, good. That's, that's the other thing. When you and yeah. I were down there, there was a few fast food places, but the local city council kept a lot of those right. big chains out of there. 
Right. And then that's not the same anymore. No. Yeah. I think when you and I were down there, they, they let a TGI Fridays in or something. Yes. And then the floodgates opened. Well. Yeah. And that I, was it. I've recently been back. I went back this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went down to Key West. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a real quick. I, I, we, were, we were actually staying in Marathon. And it was a real quick in and out. Mm-hmm. You know, just went down to Key West, checked it out, and came back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't. It seemed like it was very crowded. And that could have just been time of the year or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't really tell if it was like I just don't remember it being this crowded, or right. if it had gotten more crowded. You know, it just. It, but, but I don't think I was big on the appeal uh, when I was there. Mm. You know, I didn't go out and hang in the touristy areas. You know, right, and so right. forth. Well, we worked too. I mean, you know, yeah. we had jobs. Oh, we had, and we had, we still yeah we still had. But uh, you talk about because you were stationed there in the. Uh, uh, 80s too mm-hmm. and i still tell some of the stories you tell about like <laughs> the difference between the 80s and the 90s yeah. I, I i say well when my friend was stationed there blah 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 this yeah, and yeah. Th- again maybe for another podcast yeah but but it was funny it's some funny stuff anyway yeah, yeah. that's a, but it is it is a it's a great place to visit it really is it's it's a yeah. cool yeah it's a, it's a cool experience oh what else you got i got nothing else i think we've been talking for a bit too we've been talking for mm-hmm. We could probably keep this one a little shorter for a change. Okay, I'm going to throw one more out. Please do. Because yeah, this, this shocked me. This uh, I moved. So my wife and I lived in California for a while. And then we moved to Colorado. And we moved to a little town called Woodland Park. And it's just west of um, Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful. I don't know if you've ever been to Colorado. It's flat, right? Starting in, I don't know, Missouri all the way across. you got the, the plains, right? And it's dead flat. And then when you get to Colorado Springs and you look west, you literally see a mountain range. Um, and, and that's it. You start the Rockies right there. So we lived 17 miles from Colorado Springs, and that was at about 6,000 feet. And we were at 9,000 feet. So, I mean, you you climb quick, and you're in the mountains. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, I, as I said, I'm a motorcycle guy, and uh, we used to like doing motorcycle trips. And, and my buddy showed me this little town out there called um, Uray. And it's named after uh, Indian chief um, mm-hmm. from back in the day. And um, I swear, Tony, you come into this place. I mean, everything around you is gorgeous. You're literally in the stereotypical environment that you would think you were in in the Rocky Mountains. And you're driving along this place to call the Million Dollar Highway. Real curvy, real mountainy, snowy, all that stuff. And then you get into this tiny little town. And it's called Uray, and you would swear you're in Switzerland. Wow. I mean, the mountains literally surround this place, and they go straight up around this little town. And everything out there has some sort of history of mining. That's where the whole gold rush and all that sort of stuff started. Lots of silver, um, and they still do a lot of mining out there. Mm -hmm. But um, Uray, Colorado, and it's spelled U-R-A-Y. Wow, yeah. Um, And it's a real small little place, but uh, it's just not far from Durango. As well now you're gonna, get, is, the, you're gonna get the word out and yeah. then, we're, then we're gonna fuck it up no i don't think so i mean it's, it's people already know i mean this is it's it's kind of like on a route okay that, that people go on and it's expensive to stay there right uh, because they're so limited um but to stop for lunch or something on your way through like durango or whatever mm-hmm. uh, it's a man it is literally one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. You know, uh, and, and I was getting into there, but o- only because I feel I feel it's very important for me to one up you. Uh, <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> the, uh, hold on, hold on. Let me move to the back seat. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, your story was great, but here's one that's better. Yeah, here's one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, 
No, only could you mention the drive. Again, I was in the military, and I I did a, I did a cruise. The ship pulled into Seattle, and at the time, my, my brother lived in Seattle, and we were you know he was he was I got I got to show you you know we're gonna we're gonna go out and just hang out, and we did a drive, uh, and it, it's called the Cascade Loop, and you know you go you know you go north a little ways out of out of Seattle, and you take this route that goes up through the uh, the Cascade Mountains and down over into the Columbia River Valley and then down to the Columbia River Valley back and back into Seattle. And and that would be something I would recommend to anybody that goes to Seattle. I'd be yeah, you have to loop. Yeah, because it because Didn't we go there when we came you to visit probably, you up there. Yeah, I, yeah, I probably you took, took you on that. Here. I probably yeah. did take you on that. And and the reason it it's uh well one of the reasons it has a very um, important place for, in my heart is uh is it really was I ended up moving back to Seattle and that's one of the reasons why hmm. I you know most of the places I'd lived uh, were not didn't didn't uh, didn't have that level of beauty hmm. and actually see something that was that beautiful right. and and the idea of being around surrounded by that and being able to it makes uh, a difference doesn't it it does yeah, uh, yeah you know. Uh, People that live up there or live like like in California and especially in the northern California area mm. along the coast. I know uh, I, I took a trip to uh, San Jose a while back, a business trip. And again, me and my wife went and we took a drive to the coast. And, yeah, we uh, met you for lunch when you guys came yeah, down. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. We went to lunch. Yeah, and, and, yeah. Uh, and it was uh, – yes, that was a lot of that. And San Jose's yeah. in San Jose. I, the the people move there and they mess it all up. But yeah, it's massively crowded now. Yeah, and expensive. Off but the hook, yeah. yeah, restaurant was nice. But <laughs> the uh, but the coast, going over to the coast, walking down the coast, it's beautiful. You know, so yeah, go south from there, and it's it's just because there's nobody, there's nothing right. there along that coast. It's, it's spectacular. So. Yeah, so. Anyway, all right. Well, we'll. Um, I think yeah. I think it's a good place to end it. You can okay. warn up me. That's fine. And then we'll start talking next. Yeah, so we'll have do, you, we'll have do... you been to Have you been to uh, the moon? Yeah, dude. I did a drive on the moon, and uh, it okay, was a little, little, Armstrong. little bit, little barren. Uh, yeah, but, right. Oh, well, views. Well, yeah, views. the moon's okay for the you know for the the you know the the cheap poor tourists. I went to Mars. So yeah, just Mars, I'm just saying. Mars yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty. Well, that's, I accidentally that's left. Yeah, I accidentally left a little ball of string there, and apparently they found it recently. So I don't know. did you go to Pretentious Valley? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I stopped at Asshole Hotel. That's where I, that's where I met you. <laughs> all right, well, all right. Well, before we end this, uh, you listeners out there, thanks a million for spending time with us. Uh, I I know we have some listeners. And I've received yeah. some feedback, some of it optimistic and encouraging, and, and that really does mean a lot to me and, and Doug. Uh, uh, we're always looking for ideas, and we're happy to answer questions or maybe just uh, hear from you. Uh, you can email us at Analog Spectrum, and that's all one word, analogspectrum at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to send us a tweet, same, Analog Spectrum. I, I don't tweet, but I do check our Twitter on occasion. And there's a Facebook Facebook group I started, so if you search out Analog Spectrum, you can find it. Also, whatever platform you're listening on, please consider uh, leaving us a positive uh, review and maybe follow us. And uh, uh, may, and again, positive review would be great. If you uh, leave us a negative review, why did you listen to this all the way through? I don't get it. <laughs> and, and then, uh, uh, so yeah, we're not too worried about building a huge audience, but, uh, but it'd be nice to uh, get this out there to as many friends and family as possible. So that's all I got. That's it, man. See you next time. Have a good one. Bye.